0: In today's episode of Weaving the Wild, we're dropping into the energy of the Virgo full moon and it's going to be a beauty. It's going to be such a beautiful moon. But before we go there, I thought I would touch base with you, beautiful soul, and share a couple of things that, given that you're here listening to this episode and this podcast, I think you might be interested in so first i'm holding a beautiful online moon flow circle for this full moon in virgo we come together we journey with some breath work meditation embodiment we explore the lunar energy a little deeper and we reflect and journal and share it is the most delicious space tickets are only 29 dollars, and there will be a replay sent out after and you can find the link for it in the show notes secondly i have one space left to journey with me one-on-one for three months on the wild heart journey this is my one-on-one feminine embodiment mentorship that's all about supporting you to align with the rhythm and wisdom of the earth moon and womb so we explore all sorts of threads womb wisdom earth connection, ancestral healing, aligning with the wisdom of your menstrual cycle, so cyclical living, an embodiment of your feminine. You also receive a beautiful welcome bundle from me that's full of goodies like Oracle cards and crystals, ceremonial cacao, some beautiful handcrafted products like my womb oil. There's so much woven within this journey and there is just one place left if your heart is calling for it be sure to reach out. You can shoot me a message or you can book a quick and cozy chat with me and we can go from there. So if you want to learn more about either the Wild Heart Journey or the upcoming Moonflow Circle and get your tickets, jump down to the show notes where you can find the links to both as well as anything else that I've got going on. And now let's dive into this yummy full moon in Virgo. Welcome, beautiful soul, to the Weaving the Wild podcast. In this space, we are reclaiming and remembering the wildish wisdom and knowledge that lies deep within our bones and reconnecting to those parts of ourselves that are both ancient and familiar. We talk about it all, awakening our collective wildness and dropping back into our bodies, honouring our cyclical rhythms, connecting to our roots, embracing our intuitive nature and living embodied within the feminine. I'm Rachel Hodgins and I'm honoured to be walking this path beside you. Let's dive in. The Virgo full moon will take place on Friday the 18th of March at 6.17 p.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time. This full moon marks the end, a culmination, a release, and a deep healing. It's our last full moon of the astrological year. In just a matter of days, the sun will shift into Aries, and so begins a new cycle, a new year a new rotation around the wheel of the Zodiac. And so this full moon is our final big release before we step into a whole new exciting cycle. And it's asking us to reflect and release under the careful eye and earthy energy of Virgo. There is much energy afoot under this moon and Virgo brings a whole lot to the table. Virgo, as I said, is earthy. She's an earth sign and very much concerned with the tangible world, the practical action, right? The things we do. She is precise, methodical, and detail-oriented. But don't let that confuse you into thinking that she's cold and hard. The mantra for Virgo is I serve and she's represented by the goddess, sometimes also called the virgin goddess. And let's just clarify that, like we're not talking about chastity here. One of Virgo's greatest powers is her embodiment of the original meaning of virgin, like before the word got muddied and changed by a conservative culture that was afraid of women's power. (laughs) The original meaning of virgin was sovereign woman, a woman unbeholden to another, independent and free unto herself. And if that information is new to you, like I still, I get little goosebumps when I really sit with that. And I invite you to just sit with that for a moment. Even if it's not new, just just chew on it for a little longer. The virgin goddess is not attached, betrothed or reliant on another. She is whole and perfect in and of herself. And in her wholeness, she gives and serves without fear, without necessity or any other reason other than that she can and she desires to. And this is the medicine that Virgo teaches. In her highest vibration, Virgo channels the divine into the material world, first and foremost through the body and then through our actions. So we've been swimming through the waters of Pisces season, right? Which is almost at an end now. And as we explored in the Pisces New Moon episode, Pisces is the divine, the infinite source god the universe it is the intangible like pure cosmic energy virgo sits on the opposite side of the axis to to pisces so these signs are opposites but also therefore complementary so what this means is they both revolve around a core theme. And in this case, for Virgo and Pisces, it's around healing and connection to the divine and intuition. But they go about it in very different ways. So where watery Pisces is boundless and connects us to the flow of the infinite, Virgo, earthy Virgo, brings boundaries and precision. to to channel and to ground that energy into the manifest world. Why is this important? Why why am I talking about this? (laughs) Because this full moon, Virgo, is asking you to look at the places that block you or cut off the divine flow of your gifts and talents and your soulful essence within your tangible life virgo knows that you have unique gifts to share you have important medicine to share whether you see it as grand and like large scale larger than life or small and humble it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if it's your soul's work it doesn't matter if it's your soul full expression right because the world needs your medicine you came here to serve through your unique medicine that no one else can give but you. And it's only right that this medicine is able to flow freely out into the world. And this is where Virgo's magic shines. She weaves her finesse for detail, for taking the full picture and then breaking it down into smaller pieces and inviting you to focus on the ones that are most relevant to you in your journey right now. She'll break it down into the steps and tell you where to start. Where other signs invite you to dream big and take the leap, that you know, that's sometimes necessary. Virgo trusts in your big picture. She sees it, she gets it, and she trusts in you. And she invites you, therefore, to sit down with her and make a plan. Get clear and take the necessary steps. One foot in front of the other. Building the life of your most authentic soul self in co-creation with the energy of the universe because reminder here the universe wants you to leave your soul purpose it wants to meet you where you're heading and as we explored in the Pisces new moon episode it's not even just that the universe wants to support us as as something external right that's out there the universe is us the wisdom of the pisces virgo axis teaches us that intricate relationship the universe and the earthly realms the divine and the body we are physical tangible beings who are able to flow and channel the divine the universe itself which speaks through us of us and for us so yeah No biggie, (laughs) but those desires of yours, that vision of yours, that gift of yours, that's important. That's what you're here to contribute. That is the universe manifesting through you. And Virgo brings it forth into the material world. She does this by creating structure and order for the energy to flow. So a river needs its banks, right? And Pisces slash the universe needs structure in order to take form and weave its magic here on Earth and in our actual lives. So Virgo invites structure, boundaries, and strategy. She reminds us that it's our routines and our habits and our commitment to our well-being that genuinely impacts and affects the trajectory of our lives details matter they are what make up the whole this full moon Virgo is firstly asking you to look at your life look at your day-to-day and your life as a whole to take your metaphoric highlighter out and circle anything that doesn't fit Virgo has a knack for seeing things that are out of place And if you try and ignore what she's pointing out to you this full moon, she will make sure you pay attention. She will poke and prod and push your buttons just enough. She'll see that it sticks out like a sore thumb if she has to, in order for you to address it. This full moon, you're being asked to clear and declutter, to shed unserving ways and unhealthy habits, to take responsibility. And initiate the structure that's going to most serve you in your life moving forward. And to really just clear house, right? Like what is not a part of the vision? What does not belong within the next cycle that's about to begin? It's highly likely that this will revolve around your health and your well-being. As I mentioned, Virgo is very much concerned with the body and ensuring that the body is a clear channel for the divine or our divine energy, right, to flow through us. So perhaps there's some habits around health, whether they be physical, mental, emotional, it's all connected really, but our health and our well-being. And it may not even be specifically negative habits, right? It could be a powerful time right now to consider like, what are the habits that I do want to cultivate? What are the steps that I do want to integrate and embody? And then ask yourself, why am I not doing them? What is stopping me from embodying these traits and integrating these things that my higher self desires, right, that I desire, these are very much the key to your full moon release. And Virgo is shining her light to illuminate it all for you. And this is where I think it's helpful to understand Virgo's shadow a little more because the full moon, in effect, is lighting up the areas in our lives where we're aligning to the sign's shadow rather than its higher vibration. So how this looks and how it's playing out will obviously differ from person to person. But the energy itself is weaving its way within every individual and the collective as well and calling on us and really poking the areas for us where we are aligning to the shadow of a sign's energy. So Virgo's shadow is one of perfectionism, control and self-doubt. And the three are intricately connected. We could spend hours dissecting just one of them alone, I'm sure. But for this episode, I really want you to feel into these elements of Virgo. Self-doubt and control and perfectionism. And really consider how and where they are present within your life right now. There is a fine line between Virgo's mastery of structure, order, strategy and clarity before she slips into obsessiveness control criticalness and overwork right that fine line hinges on the element of trust trust in yourself and trust in the universe or source or god whatever word floats your boat this is the ongoing lesson of virgo knowing how to recognize the time for deliberate action and precision and when to trust in the divine order of things. It's a dance between understanding what you can control and flowing with the things that you can't. I.e. you can control how you show up. You can control the tangible action and choices that you make to support or not support your vision. Either way, right? And you can recognize that the power to create your life does not lie in your hands alone. Your life, our life, like life in general, is a co-creation with the universe. We show up and the universe shows up. And we dance and weave and craft our magic together if we are willing to do so. So... Virgo teaches to focus on the details that we can control, to commit to what we know we can contribute, and to do so in relationship with the divine. So focus on what you can control, surrender to the rest. It may not always look like what you wanted or envisioned. You may do all the things and then the universe throws you a curveball and you're like, what the fuck? (laughs) What the fuck, universe? What did I do wrong? Why are you making this so hard? And in these moments, we resist what is. We resist where the universe is showing up to meet us from and with because we cling to what we think it should be. Which brings me back to these shadow traits, right? Self-doubt, perfectionism and control. When we don't hold a deep trust, and that willingness to surrender, we will grip to control. Control gives us a sense of certainty and security. Control lets us claim full ownership over how things are gonna go, which gives us like this false comfort that we know the future. We know how things are gonna turn out. We know exactly how things are gonna look because we're going to do it all ourselves. We're not going to release the reins. We're not going to risk leaving even the smallest detail to another person because they might not do it right and stuff up this sense of certainty and safety that we've developed in our heads. There's two problems here with this need for control. One is that it puts all the onus on ourselves, including when things inevitably don't go according to our plan which does eventually happen because life (laughs) and in those moments, it feels like the world comes crashing down. It feels like we've failed. It feels like we're failures because we couldn't hold up the vision, which we held with such a tight knuckle grip. So this need for control puts so much unnecessary responsibility and therefore pressure on ourselves that's point number one point number two is when we hold the need to control things we block off our genius we cut off the flow to our divine nature and our creativity and our inspiration when we push out the flow of the universe when we say i don't need you i don't need anyone i can do this myself When we push away that relationship that we have with those around us and with the universe itself, we isolate ourselves. We place so much pressure on ourselves to get it right that we heap layer upon layer of expectation upon ourselves. And the weight is just too heavy. It stifles our fire and it destroys our self-worth when we can't keep it up. Now, this control, which stems from a lack of trust, that it will be okay, that you will be safe, it can come through in all sorts of ways. There's perfectionism. So that ceaseless and fruitless (laughs) pursuit of getting everything absolutely perfect. And this can keep us on a never ending loop of not being good enough. It can make us harsh and critical of others And especially of ourselves perfectionism can exhaust us by making us try harder and harder setting higher and higher bars to meet and then punishing ourselves when we don't it can also come through as a lack of action so procrastination a paralysis the inability to act because what's the point if I might get it wrong what if it's not good enough? What if I do it and then it's rejected or laughed at? What if I'm rejected? What if it's not as good as I'd hoped? What if I try but I can't do it all myself? It's it's safer if I just don't do it at all. Right? These are really powerful places to to just poke around, you might say, under this full moon where are you aligning with these energies where is this ringing true for you and how is it stopping and blocking your soul's expression your desires from truly coming through and manifesting in the world and i'm not talking like when i say the word manifesting i'm not talking about like new age or even like pop culture manifest your dreams i'm talking about how do you make your callings your creative potential manifest into tangible form in the world right so again like i come back to my earlier question what is stopping you from acting and living and embodying the life you know you're meant to be living what path is your soul calling to journey on where does it wish to head and lead you what are the actions and steps particularly around your day-to-day habits like your daily routines and structure that you know are the stepping stones to create your way there towards your vision and what exactly is it that is stopping you from acting upon them what stops you from doing the things my love now might be a good time to mention that Virgo's ruling planet is Mercury the planet of communication and the thinking mind it's all about our thoughts our beliefs our cognitive patterns which translate into the thoughts we have, the words we speak and the message we put out and absolutely, therefore, the actions that we take. So I just want to be clear here. This moon is medicine. It is healing medicine. Virgo, the virgin goddess, earthly channel for the divine, is calling you to clear and clarify. It's time to honour yourself, to honour your temple, the body that calls forth and manifests, that holds so much power. It's calling on you to honour your time and your energy and to ensure that it's being directed and used for your highest intentions and not leaking out into things which don't serve you. And she's calling on you to honour your soul, to honor that divine expression that wants to come through you, to honor your vision, to honor your callings and your intuitive tugs and nudges. And as the goddess herself, Virgo demonstrates to us all that this is an act of devotion. I just got chills. (laughs) Devotion is my word for 2022. Oh, amazing. Anyway, um... But she does. That, that's what it is. She shows us that to bring forth the divine, to allow our soul to speak and act and to touch the world in its own unique way, that is an act of devotion. And it requires devotion, not, not just devotion through thoughts and prayers, but action, It's showing up every day with the intent to honour and create more beauty. And it's the willingness to do so even when it's hard. Devotion is deep love, unwavering trust and commitment. Can you be devoted in the way that you tend to your body, your sacred temple, through the food that you make for it, the love that you give to it, the space and the movement? To express and to be strong and full of vitality. Can you be devoted in the way that you show up for your heart and soul callings? To commit to finding a way, pivoting, not wavering when you come up against a wall, but rather opening your mind and finding a new path to venture down, to find and meet your soul. And can you be devoted to the small print? To the details even when they're no longer shiny and new even when the glimmer is worn away what would devotion to yourself and to your soul look like this full moon is your time to get absolutely clear to lean in to let yourself trust in that and to use precision as you cut away all that blocks or stops the flow, anything that's not the highest intention and fuel for your soul's embodiment on this earth. That is our Virgo full moon. Let's look at some ways to align and integrate Virgo's energy, this full moon, shall we? Number one is declutter and get organized so in case you haven't been listening virgo loves to be organized and likes to see all the crossed t's and dotted eyes virgo is your friend who has color coded all of her files and organized her phone apps into to folders she doesn't just have an eye for detail but she she loves it it's what lights her up basically virgo is your leslie nopes of the world (laughs) And Virgo thrives on routine, order, structure. And we're talking in particular here around our physical world, our tangible environment. So given that this is a full moon, which is all about release and letting go, now would be a really powerful time to harness Virgo's keen and sometimes ruthless eye and do a really big declutter of your surroundings. What's just hanging around? What's just there purely just because? Where have you pushed all of the clutter in your house? Where is there energy that's stuck or stagnant in your home because of too much stuff? Like basically this full moon, literally clearing out the clutter. And that might be in your wardrobe, your kitchen pantry, in fact, Given that this full moon falls just days before the equinox, and here in the Southern Hemisphere it will be the autumn equinox, now is such a powerful time to really call in balance and harmony by shedding and clearing out what's no longer needed. I really believe that the state of our environment matters and it has a direct influence on what's going on inside of us, right? And vice versa. I'm also a big believer in the fact that we have to create space for new things to come. If we're full to the brim of the old, then we don't have the same capacity to call in and really hold whatever it is that we are seeking next. So over this final full moon of the astrological year, our last big release before we begin our new exciting cycle, where can you make space? What needs clearing out? What feels really full or cluttered or unorganized? Let Virgo really illuminate for you. Notice what's feeling icky and sticky and get to work in creating some space there, some organization there. Take note of what is feeling messy so that when we step into Aries season and the new year, it's going to feel so much more expansive and focus on tidying up those things right now. Stepping into Aries season and the new year is going to feel so much more expansive for it. Okay, number two is to look at your daily routines and habits. How do they make you feel? How do they make your body feel? How do they contribute to your growth? And again, this full moon, Your work is to get rid of anything that is not a positive contribution to your life. And really, in particular here, like I would invite you to look at your daily routines and habits around your physical health and well-being. These are the areas that are really being amplified right now by Virgo, particularly because Virgo rules the sixth house of the Zodiac, which, again, is all about our health our work in a more day-to-day sense rather than like looking at our work on the the big grand scale it's about how we show up and what we show up for each and every day our service in other words so our health our work and you guessed it our daily routines the sixth house is sometimes called the house of self-improvement as well so it calls us to look at and to tend to and truly act on what is going to support us and help us grow to feel stronger and vital and you know from that place we can go on then to live richer more meaningful lives but it starts with us it starts with our own state of well-being when our vessel is not at its prime we will not be able to channel and create and flow with the same amount of ease So number one is to clear and declutter your your home, your surroundings, your life. And number two is look at your daily routines and habits and release what's not serving or contributing to your higher vision and your most authentic self. Number three is to move your body and invite energy to flow. Inspiration, creativity, they don't just sit still, right? They flow. They move, they come like a bolt of lightning or they swirl and morph and change shape. They need movement, otherwise they stagnate and then they lose their essence, their fire. So as we're heading towards a new cycle, a new season as well, again, with the equinox just around the corner, like the equinox also coincides with the sun's move into Aries just for the record so like big powerful day there as well on the the 20th slash 21st depending on where where you are but we're also stepping into a new season whether it's spring or autumn and as we're heading towards this new season and cycle we want to be focusing on opening up space and energy for the new for what it is that's next for what is coming, even if we don't know what that is, the energy is still shifting and it is coming. So it's important to prepare a home for it, so to speak. And given that Virgo is so very much about the body and really understanding that the body is a vessel or a channel for the divine, for inspiration and ideas and creative energy and potential to flow through it, This is a really powerful time to encourage that flow. So move, create flow and movement, dance, jump, get your heart pumping. Move your hips in deep, wide circles. Our hips and our pelvis hold so much that can become blocked and stagnant as well. And the pelvis is also the home of our deep, raw, creative power and potential. So move your hips. (laughs) Do some yoga. Go for a run. Just get the energy circulating. And don't be afraid of using sound and breath either to really help expel anything that's coming up for release and just keep coming back to your body over this period let it open let it receive let it flow and trust in whatever begins to land as Aries begins to light the fire and step on up in the weeks to come a couple of other quick little suggestions and ways to align with this moon is to bring in nature and the natural world in your life at this time, particularly around like your food and your diet at the moment. Really take this time to appreciate and savor the the beauty of what we're eating and focusing on on wholesome foods, maybe even looking at playing with and, and incorporating beautiful herbal teas. Like, what ways can you really interact with and engage with the earthly energy of Virgo in ways that really support and nourish us and our bodies as well? Another little practice you might like to do is to connect with your future self. This is something we're going to be doing in my Moon Flow Circle on Thursday the 17th is connecting to our our future self and, and asking questions. This is a really powerful practice to help us gain clarity, to to visualize a little clearer, and to also have a conversation, to receive the wisdom and the words that we we are looking for if we're feeling a little lost as to to what we ought to do next it can be so powerful the answers that we receive when we we just reach out and we actually create that space to connect with that inner wisdom so that's something else you might like to explore as well this full moon as well as of course doing some kind of release work or ritual and my favorite as always is to write down what it is i'm releasing and to burn it to burn it under the light of the full moon if possible and to declare to the moon to the universe and to myself my higher self that i'm committing to this that i'm devoting my energy and my time and my focus to this i am releasing this pattern this habit whatever it may be and creating space for the new that i desire okay beautiful heart i hope this episode has been helpful let me know if you're feeling it i'd I'd love to know how virgo energy feels for you i know some people love it and some people really don't love it (laughs) but virgo can get a bit of a bad rap sometimes i think just for being like the neurotic perfectionist of the zodiac But i also like to remember and to anchor into her energy of the goddess and of service and of bridging and channeling the divine into the world too don't forget to join me for our full moon circle on the 17th the link for that is below if you want to learn more about the autumn equinox i also have an episode that explores the energy um traditional practices folk practices and rituals old and new that you can really kind of explore and align with um if you're interested in engaging with the autumn equinox so i will link that in the show notes as well for you be sure to screenshot and share this episode to help others find it and to listen to it too i'm sending you big love this full moon may it bring you deep healing clarity expansion and peace May you use it to bring more love, trust, and devotion into your life. Go gently, beautiful one, and I will see you in the next episode. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Weaving the Wild podcast. I'm walking my path here on Jajawurrung Country and I acknowledge the Warang elders past and present.